0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the 425 Show, your place to be for all things real estate and lifestyle related here on the east side. I'm your host, Nicole Mangina with Windermere Real Estate. Thanks for being here on this blustery Tuesday morning. Oh, my goodness, it is officially fall out there. Uh, today's real estate update if you're thinking about selling your house, do it now. Oh, my goodness. Uh, In any market, there's always just these weird blips that happen that can work in your favor as either a buyer or a seller. Currently, we're in the middle of a blip, and it is 100% in the seller's favor right now. I don't know- A
1: blip? Is that like a technical term? What's a blip? (laughs) Okay, that's a new one for me.
0: (laughs) It's like these little moments of time. Um, Perfect example, I had some clients- Yesterday Mm -hmm. and buyers, we wrote an offer on a house in an area of Issaquah that, if you looked six months ago when the market was still really strong, houses were selling, you know, in kind of the seven, eight, nine hundred thousand dollar range. They might go ten, twenty thousand dollars over asking. The last five houses in that neighborhood have gone seventy-five to one hundred thousand dollars. What price?
1: That's a blip. I need to move. And yes. Great definition of a blip. (laughs) Well done.
0: That is the official definition. And sometimes it goes in the buyer's favor where you see things come down. But right now, it is 100% in the seller's favor. And it's one of those, even as I talk to other agents, none of us have a super good definitive. And this is exactly why this is happening right now. Yes, there's low interest rates. And yes, we're going into the fall. And there might be some, oh my goodness, I better get in a bigger house before I get locked back in it again. But It's 100% in seller's favor right now. So if you are thinking about selling, now is the time to do it. I'm thinking your agent today.
1: I'm thinking maybe you don't want to get locked out on the cold so you don't have a place to stay, you know, (laughs) because the seasons change and you're like, oh, the door is going to be open for me rather, you know, no matter how much I pay for it. So
0: exactly. (laughs) So if you have questions about selling a house, I am here to help. You can always find me via email. Nicole at nicolemangina.com. Do it today. Sell your house. There you go. All right. With uh, that, I am excited to introduce our guest today. We have Senna Wheeler with Senna Seafoods with us today. Sorry, that was a tongue twister. All of a sudden. <laughs> no,
2: I, I hate to start with the correction, but Senna with Senna. Oh, thank Sina. you. <laughs> um, it's a very common mistake. <laughs> Sorry, I
0: should have clarified that before the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay.
2: No, I go for both. It, it, You know, a lot of people, what's really funny is they'll meet me and I'll introduce myself as Cena and then they go, okay, great. And I love your product, Tennessee. <laughs> Oh, because <laughs> they are so calling it Tennessee. So I go by either.
0: <laughs> well, that
2: works. Isn't
0: <laughs> that funny how we get things in our head and then we don't even put two and two together down the road with other things that... All right. right. Well, thank you for being so gracious about that. <laughs> <laughs> so you are a third-generation family that does fishing up in Alaska. Um, yeah. Yeah. Tell us. Tell us what you got going on.
2: Well, my dad likes to joke that it's pro- it's definitely three generations, probably more like three hundred, um, because my grandpa Lars he immigrated. Norway. He was in a fishing family in Norway, and he immigrated to Ballard. Um, and he the way that he got got into you know got a boat. His when his brothers come every brother that came. He was in a family of thirteen. They got a boat, uh, oh, so they had a great kind of thing going in Ballard. My mom grew up um, in Ballard, so it was my mom's dad. Um, great fishing history, and then my dad got involved through. When he married my mom, so it's he's the son-in-law. Um, yeah. He got involved and ended up taking over one of the boats, and um, my husband got involved the same way. So he's actually the son-in-law also. So we have a kind of a son-in-law tradition. So it's really interesting. is actually three generation of fish, fishing wives, really. Um, so it's kind of it's kind of. Like, <laughs> kind of, kind of out there <laughs> that's cute was that on the
0: disclosure when he married you of like by the way this is your new career path
2: <laughs> well we both grew up on bashan island which is a small community mm-hmm. and so he was was up front I
0: love it I love that your grandfather was one of 13 too he probably had his own like fishing fleet just with siblings, that's great.
2: (laughs) Right, right. yeah, only about half made it over, but still it's quite a contingency and uh, my daughter has red hair and my mom always says, well, you know, I didn't realize that all his other siblings, he didn't have red hair, but his siblings did. So she says that's where it came from, so it's kind of fun. That's pretty cute. I love it.
0: Awesome. And so you guys fish in Alaska, um, you have your own processing plant up there as well. And I am so excited that you're on the show today because I, you know, that's the whole point of the show is to support small businesses and family owned businesses, which you guys absolutely are. And we were just kind of talking about it in the real estate update with our whole officially determined blip in the market. It's now an official real estate term um, as we have defined it. But you know, we're all, especially now about to head indoors and do probably a lot more of our cooking than we used to. Um, And the idea of locally sourced, sustainable seafood, I think is really great. I love the idea of being able to buy direct from the source, whether it's seafood or produce or anything. That's such a big thing for everybody right now. We want to know where our food comes from and how it's taken care of so that we know what we're putting in our bodies and giving to our family
2: absolutely yeah we're I, you know in the pacific Northwest, you expect great fish <laughs> um yeah. we should all have great fish and i think it's actually surprisingly hard to find it sometimes and so, to be confident that it's the right fish that it's sustainably caught that you supporting the right fishery the right type of fishing the rainy season uh, it can be a little bit overwhelming especially for people like people in seattle that are very conscientious so they're you know wanting to make the right choice and it can be um it can just be a little overwhelming or difficult to feel like yes i'm definitely making the right choice here so uh, that's where we come in uh, like we talked about we've been fishing for several generations we fish the seattle fleet so we've always lived in the Seattle area and fish the Seattle leaf, um, leaves from usually the Fisherman's Terminal and fish Alaska in the summer times and come back in the fall. So traditionally in the fall, when we bring the catch back, the last of the catch, we would spend days, weeks um, delivering fish to everybody that we know and getting it out to our friends and family. And we decided to... Um, years ago start uh, the business where we're actually getting our fish out to our community in a, you know, direct from the fishermen type of business. So, uh, without that, everybody just in Alaska, they would sell to the processor. So it's, so direct marketing in the fishing world is taking your fish and selling that directly. And we have found that people, they really love it. They love finding a source for a great fish. And they love knowing that it checks all the boxes, that it is sustainable, it's wild, it's, uh, you know, sustainably harvested, it's been taken care of, all the things. So that's, we take a lot of pride in, in just easing people to say, we've got it covered. <laughs> it can be easy. It can be easy to make the right choice. Uh, we have a great selection of everything that we catch ourselves and our fleet.
0: Yeah. Well, and um, we tried some of your fish. It's fantastic, right? It, It comes frozen in the great little packets. It was so easy to do that. And, you know, I think that is another theme for this year. We're kind of, we're coming back to community, you know, whether it's bonding with your neighbors down the street because you can't go on long trips to different parts of the world or, you know, supporting small businesses because we're really seeing not only how much uh, support that they need, but just how much more fun it is. It's like, we're all finding new ways to get our connection and all of this is great. You know, I think it was how we grew up and my dad lives over in a small town in Idaho and he has this fishmonger he goes to, right? And that's how it used to be. You went direct to the source because you knew exactly what you're getting. I was chatting with a girlfriend over the weekend and we were just talking about the different places we buy you know even different grocery stores and that some we go like more than others because you know there's certain ones and you know, you never really know especially what you're getting especially in kind of the meat and fish departments and so anytime you can buy direct from somebody i think uh it's really it, it you i think you first of all can just notice and taste a difference in your food but whenever there's that extra connection i just think it's super fun
2: yeah. It's been uh, really enjoyable. It uh, We run, uh, we do farmer's markets or we did several farmer's markets in Seattle area until COVID hit and things have changed a little. We've transitioned right. more. We've been shipping all along, but definitely the shipping side of our business is the majority now. So we ship direct to people's door on dry ice, uh, which is really great. And you know we, we had a we, we were able to connect with people at the farmers market definitely so we we understand people's needs and their top questions and all of that and we've able to transition that online as well and you would think it's a little bit more isolating but i have these amazing email conversations with people uh, locally and across the nation about fish and how important it is to them and it, it's really amazing because we're actually truly connecting with people online as well and it's it's really fun to hear people's reaction to just receiving our fish we get we get memories from people we get recipes from people it's really um it's been really rewarding absolutely
0: yeah speaking of the recipes so again we're chatting with Sina of Sina (laughs) Seafoods today um on the show we'll have links on our website after the show, nicolemangina.com forward slash podcast, but you can also go to Sina Seafoods and they have a free cookbook that you can download um, for all kinds of different recipes. I don't know about you guys, but my recipes for cooking at home have been severely tested this year because we've been eating at home a lot and you know, you can only make the same thing so often. You need to break it up every now and then. In fact, on your blog, I think it's so fitting. The most recent recipe you posted, it's Tuesday, which in our world means it's taco Tuesday. And you have an amazing recipe for salmon enchiladas. (laughs) If you want to get on the whole taco Tuesday seafood route, Um, you've got some amazing recipes for that. I thought that was so fitting.
2: (laughs) So go ahead. That's a really good one for this, weather too as we kind of cool down uh like I said doing the farmer's markets for years the the number one question we got at the farmer's market um was how do you cook your fish and they didn't mean how do you cook fish they meant how do you cook your fish Sina as as a fisherman's wife as third generation fisherman growing up eating fish how do you cook the fish and so um that was the inspiration for our cookbook. It's really our family recipes that we that we do. And you know, they're simple. I'm a simple cook. I, I like fresh vegetables, good fish, and a simple seasoning that I can just uh, you know, weeknight cooking really. Every night is weeknight cooking for me. <laughs> um, we have a black cod recipe that, in fact, um, we served at our wedding. I serve for guests and I do it as a weeknight because it's really simple and it's really delicious. It's for me, you feel like you're at a fancy restaurant. So, so we have some fun recipes like that. And it's, it is nice to be able to, um, kind of ease people's concerns. You know, people have, um, fishes sometimes, uh, people just don't feel comfortable cooking it yet. And it is in fact really easy to cook and it's fun to play with. And, um, it's quick to cook. And I like that. I have three kids, and Rich has gone half the year. And so I go for quick and easy. And the portions are, they come frozen on dry ice. And um, I put them in, they're vacuum sealed individually. And growing up, that's the one big difference. Growing up in a fishing family, you get your fish in big, huge slabs. It would be, you know, a filet a fisherman isn't going to cut them and individually wrap each portion (laughs) so we would eat big hunks of fish so now we have these gorgeous six to eight ounce portions they're vacuum sealed flash frozen you take them out you put them in cold water i like to put them in cold water about 45 minutes before i'm going to cook because i really feel the way we freeze really locks in the quality we even wrap with parchment paper so it doesn't touch the plastic Um, we we take a lot of care to really lock in the top quality of when it's caught and so i even feel like a night in the refrigerator i can sense that quality coming down the more time it's refrigerated it comes down so i like to defrost mine 45 minutes before i cook it put it in cold water Um, in a bowl of cold water and they defrost really fast. So it's as simple as counting how many people you're serving, pulling out that many portions, putting it in the water, defrosting it and pretty much, you know, start the rice, (laughs) throw the fish on.
1: (laughs) So I have to jump in here real fast. If you don't mind, Nicole and, uh, Sina As far as, so I'm originally from Alaska Oh, I love it. And, Nicole, I don't know if you knew this. So I'm from the Cook Inlet area, from Soldat and the Kenai. So they have some really good salmon. The steaks, we call them steak salmon. You know, so the kings up there are really good. So where would be the hot spot for you guys? Are you going to give out a little secret, maybe a little tip on the best fishing grounds that you guys hit up? Or is that, like, uh, a little specialty thing for you guys?
2: Oh, well... You know, I could never give up the exact spot I love the because... land, a long
1: pause, too. <laughs> <laughs> so it's in the water somewhere.
2: <laughs> I'll tell you this. We fish uh, on the Copper Copper River yep. Delta, mm-hmm. or Copper River. Sure. So when we're tagging the best of the best, we're, it's Copper River. It's The Copper River King is the king. It's the best of the best of the best. We sell out within a month of Copper River King we have copper river sockeye that's our bread and butter Mm -hmm. right under the king with the high omega-3s we have copper river coho so those are our really premium so but it's terms of the grounds that is a tightly tightly held secret
1: (laughs) all right i'll give you that one
2: (laughs) i don't blame you for asking benny (laughs) yeah
1: i know right (laughs) maybe we could chat off the air (laughs) there you
0: go (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) So it sounds like it's the husband's, um, you know, the son-in-law's thing, but do you ever go out on the fishing boats too?
2: Oh, yeah. So I grew up um, middle child of three girls. Uh And I used to go out on my dad's longliner. So he fished halibut and black cod at the Seattle fleet. Uh, And I used to go out in high school. I would go um, as soon as school got out in the summer. So I would fly up to Anchorage and then to up Seward. So same area and then jump on the boat. We would do a trip out in the ocean and then um, usually we'd time it right. So I do a trip. I would do the night watch. So I would drive the boat at night while they were sleeping so they could get a little bit more sleep because they fish around the clock. They're doing a rotation. So it kind of gave them a couple hours more sleep and then I would, go in the rotation in the day, you know, as I was learning, um, and, uh, and then we would take the boat down to Seattle. So I got to ride the Inside Passage, um, was, which is just unbelievably beautiful and amazing. So I did that through the later years of high school and into college. I would go up on the boat, um, and now that my husband's fishing, um, we got into salmon, which is smaller boats. It's one or two man. Uh, on the boat they're gill netting so they don't go out as far they don't go out as long and on that we have we really feel fortunate because we have a boat that our family of five can fit on which is amazing for gill netting because they're, they're small boats um, so we take the kids out as much as possible we spend um, our son goes up well with covid he went up in april and he um, schooled on the boat <laughs> and fished with dad but we bring the girls up. We go up as a family at least about six weeks in the summer. And we live and work in Alaska on the boat. So they get a real taste of the fishing life. They get geared up. They do the fishing. They Everybody has a job on the boat. Um, so they really like that. Our middle daughter, she decided her job should be cooking. So, <laughs> <laughs> so she does that. But she also sorts the fish. So it's really fun to see them find their find their place and find their job and find what works for them um, on the boat.
0: I love it. Benny, is this bringing back memories? Does it make you want to go back to Alaska? All too familiar.
1: I actually got my start as well with my dad. Uh, we did a little bit of long lining out of, you know, Seward at Homer, you know, just around on the other side of the Prince William Sound in Cook Inlet as well. And then uh, uh-huh. when I got a little bit older, then I was able to run out a couple times on, yeah, my, my dad's gillnet boat as well in the Cook Inlet. We did a couple, you know, afternoon runs. Actually, right after school, like right when the rush kind of started, not before school was out, it's still happening, I would actually leave school a little bit early and jump out for a half day, because sometimes they would be uh, little pockets of really good fresh runs, and my dad would already be hearing the information coming in, so then he'd come grab me, and we'd both run out there for, like, in a couple hours and come back, so, yeah, all too familiar, I love it, I miss it, I definitely want to get back, so, uh keep, keep the stories coming, I love it.
2: Yeah, that's pretty cool, mm-hmm. that's cool, yeah. Um, it's the seasonal, you know. There, I, the, I think the school understands, and I think they get out a little bit earlier and things because in the spring, when the fishing hits, the fishing hits, and when the fish are there, the fish are there. You gotta, you gotta run out. To I them. mean, it makes
1: <laughs> sense, right? I mean, it makes sense.
2: <laughs> it does.
0: See, I love that. This is making me happy. Like, I love family stories of like doing things as a family.
1: We're supposed to Especially be doing this over a steak over. We're, of salmon. We're supposed to be doing this over a steak of salmon.
0: I know. This big old slab of it. COVID. Oh, COVID. <laughs> we'll have to do a replay when we're all in the studio and we can have like smoked salmon and
1: hey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do like a little appetizer platter. And it'll be great. <laughs> but in the meantime, people can go to Sena Seafoods, Sena Seafoods, see it, darn it, <laughs> Seafoods.com and they can order all of this great fish. You guys have caught, right? And you've yeah packaged it and everything so perfectly.
2: Yeah. I um, I have my master's in food science and fisheries, no less, because, of course, the fish just follow me through my life. <laughs> and so we've studied onboard handling, how to get it to you the best, the freezing quality. So we will get you the premium piece of fish. And um, it's also great, I guess what I was really trying to say was, Right now with COVID and talking about having this meal and distance and, you know, it's actually a great way to share a meal right now. We, I have a lot of people ordering fish um, as a gift and you can put a great note about, you know, I w- um, sharing a meal together. I wish I was there to eat this with you. Here, let's share this salmon dinner together. You know, you cook, I'll, I'll watch. <laughs> um So it's been kind of a fun way to see people connect virtually by Mm -hmm. um, what other meal can you send? Uh, You can, uh, and we ship across the country. So we ship nationally. So we have a lot of Pacific Northwest people shipping our fish to loved ones um, on the East Coast that don't get quite, they don't have access to it and things like that. So it is kind of a fun connector that way, um, for sure, for people virtually connecting.
0: (laughs) I think it's great. One of my girlfriends, her daughter does cooking with grandma via Zoom once a week because that's just their way to stay connected, right? They feel like they can't get together right now Um, and that's just always been their thing. So they hop on Zoom and they have a recipe they're going to make together and they do it together via Zoom every week. I think it's the cutest idea ever. (laughs) So you can totally do it. Yeah, Yeah, you could do it with the salmon enchiladas or anything and Again, if you go to sina-seafoods.com, you can download this amazing free cookbook. Because um, it is, a fish seems to be one of those things that a lot of people like, but they seem feel nervous to cook at home. Or that maybe they don't feel like they have yeah. as many kind of go-to ways to prepare it. So you've got some great things on there, super simple. To me, that's the mark of good food, seafood or otherwise too. Anything with just a super simple preparation, where you're really just tasting the food and not like, super heavy sauces is the mark of good food.
2: So I think that's great. So absolutely. And in this time, a lot of people save their seafood for a restaurant, they want it professionally cooked. Um, We have a lot of people that they've always bought halibut at a restaurant, and so it's translating those recipes and translating that to home cooking and, and just having the confidence to give it a try.
0: There you go. See, that's another part of 2020. We're all discovering skills we didn't know we had before. <laughs> Cooking amazing fish might be one of your hidden talents you didn't even know you had.
2: <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Well, I, you know, I have to say, too, it makes a great real estate gift.
0: It now does. Well,
2: Pacific Northwest like a box of fish. And you know their freezer will be empty when they move in.
0: This is <laughs> a very good point. <laughs> But part of discovering your hidden talent is starting with really good quality ingredients. And so having good quality, well, I think more the fish, and that's the thing, fish more than anything. You need good quality fish to make it 100%. right.
2: Yeah, definitely.
0: Absolutely. Well, I love that you're on the show with us today. Again, we've got Cena with Cena Seafoods joining us. You guys are a third generation, or at least third generation in the U.S., probably like a 15 generation fishing family. (laughs) Um, (laughs) You guys fish in Alaska. You are sustainable. You've got your own processing plant. So you really do kind of start to finish control the process. And you ship direct to the consumer, which I think is so much better, no matter how fresh they say it is at the grocery store. It's not this fresh. Um, and fresh matters, especially with seafood. Um, and you got and you're great. like you said, you have all kinds of relationships now with your clients. So you've got recipes on your website, you've got a free cookbook. but people can just reach out to you and um, connect on different things if they've got questions about cooking their seafood,
2: right? Absolutely. I really recommend people jump on to the website s e n a s e a And uh, when you get the free cookbook, you get on the email list, and we have some great emails, a lot of really nice information. You know, we feel like it's our job to inform and educate as well as selfish, so we're trying to give the full story. Um, And then on all the emails, you just reply, and it goes right to me, and I just answer them. I give people you know, they say, Oh, I just ordered this. I got this to my door today. Thanks so much. How should I cook it? And I just respond and let them know how, what I would do. So, um, I have a lot of fun emailing and just communicating and contacting a lot of our customers. So
0: that's awesome. Perfect. Thanks so much for joining us today, Cena. I so appreciate you being on the show. Take care, everybody. Stay safe, stay dry from the storm, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.